Cats, getting coached for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome back to the Love You Podcast, where you're going to learn everything you need to know about dating relationships, sex, and men from a man's point of view. And today, we are posing the all-important question, how do you know when it's time to leave him? Now, this is not a subject that I take lightly, uh, and I've discovered over the years it's a, a subject that I have a relatively controversial stance on. Uh, I don't know why it's controversial, but it seems to go against the grain. See, the going stories, the going story out in society is that relationships take work. And the worst thing about this generation of couples is that they don't fight hard enough for their relationships. I don't believe that's true. Um, neither of them. Uh, that relationships t- take work and that people don't fight hard enough for their relationships. Um, uh, I probably would, wouldn't have a job uh, if I didn't have women coming to me every day, fighting for their relationships. Uh, my theory, relationships should be easy. Now, easy doesn't mean that they're perfect. Easy doesn't mean that they don't take effort any more than uh, school or work or friendship or family relationships and takes effort. But the effort itself shouldn't feel like work. So I know I'm speaking for myself here can't speak for every person on the planet, uh, but I've dated plenty. And the very reason I married my wife is because it is so very easy to be good to each other. We don't agree on every single thing under the sun, but any disagreement is handled swiftly and without much drama. We've, honestly, this is embarrassing, maybe. We've never had makeup sex, um, much less had to work on keep keeping our relationship alive. If you never had to sort of struggle through, what are we gonna do with this thing? If anything, if issues come up as they do in any relationship, we talk about it, we address it, and we get back to loving each other. Uh, And that usually happens within a minute of whatever conflict that we have. So if you can't do that in your relationship, what is the relationship providing to you? Uh, Personally, as much as I tell women to, to become easy, easygoing and happy and agreeable because it's good for the relationship as it would be good if you had a man who did that. It's far better to be single than to be in the wrong relationship. Uh, and any couple that suffers through some sort of soul sucking 50 year marriage is not the couple that we need to turn to for advice on commitment, right? 50 year marriage is not a proof of anything except that you didn't get divorced, uh, that you were too weak uh, or cheap or scared to pull the plug on something that wasn't making you happy. So we're not really looking at longevity, we're looking at happiness. <clears throat> the same way that a house is really no good if there's no roof over your head, uh, or if there's a weak foundation under your feet that can crumble at any time, doesn't ma- matter if you have a gorgeous bathroom that you just redid. If there's no roof over your head or if there's a weak foundation, a relationship is no good if it doesn't provide you shelter and comfort. But too often in relationships, as we all know, shelter and comfort is the last thing we feel with our partner. If anything, when it comes to love, we tend to take our partners for granted. We focus on what's wrong with the relationship, and in certain cases, we exacerbate our own problems, which makes sense when you've chosen to tether yourself to one person for life. 
Um, problems that you could ignore with friends or family members because you, you haven't merged live with them. Well, they're magnified when you're married, when you're under one roof. And whether that's money or sex or communication, work habits, household duties, substance abuse, child rearing issues, everything becomes kind of a big deal. So my easy relationship model doesn't presume that things are any less of a big deal. It presumes that you should deal with them, right, as a couple, as co-problem solvers, right? We're not finger pointers. It's your fault. You just really, like, hey, we're a team. Here's a problem that we need to solve together in order to get past this. And in a good relationship, you manage to get to yes, to reach a, a point of consensus 95% of the time, uh, relatively easily. And then you have to negotiate the 5% of the time. And that's where it's more difficult than easy, but it's a, it's a, it's a small percentage compared to the good stuff. Um, John Gottman, who's sort of the godfather of couple, couples counseling, presumes uh, or suggests through his studies that there, are, there should be five times more positive interactions than negative ones in a good relationship. And if there's too much negativity, that is the kind of thing that both adults in the relationship need to address together. About a month ago, um, I did a call for my friends, Ariel Ford and Claire Zamet. Um, it was, they called it a dating masterclass. And I spoke for an hour and a half and then I took some questions. And one of the questions was from a woman who asked about how she could get her boyfriend to treat her better. Um, it was sort of a, a sort of simple innocuous question like, ah, oh, we're having some troubles. You know, what could I do to make him treat me better? What I, after like a half a second of digging, I discovered that this woman had been with her boyfriend for 11 years without getting a ring, which would be fine if she didn't want a ring, if she didn't want to get married, but she does. So perhaps I was irresponsible because I didn't know her. I candidly admit that. Um, and I might have known too little to give such strong advice. But her question really wasn't about what can I do to make him treat me better? She was already unhappy in the relationship, which makes it all the more ironic that she wants the man who's not treating her well to propose to her, right? She wants to get married to a guy who's not committed to making her happy. He doesn't want to get married because he's content with the status quo. And she's holding on for dear life, waiting for him to change, to become someone other than he's been for the last 11 years. That is a situation that is time for her to leave. Now contrast that with a marital issue that I had recently. Um, uh, business has been weird. I had two tech teams that didn't work out and my income dropped and you don't need to get into the minutia of it. But um, the past five months over here have been troublesome to say the least. And um, it comes out. This is my. This is you know a big part of my my, my day. I'm I'm here from, you know, not at the very least nine nine to five every day. Uh, so it's a big bulk of my day. And when things aren't going well, I get prickly and I get negative and um, I almost sort of lose myself. I'm trying so hard to keep business up and running, and then I have to get out and, you know, be the dad who bathes the kids and plays with them and helps prepare dinner. And I almost feel like I wasn't doing anything for myself. And my wife noticed. Um, and so she, instead of getting angry at me because of the situation in my life where she comes to me, she says, 
we're out to dinner, we're going to a play, and, and she says, you seem really stressed. <laughs> and I said, um, yeah, sometimes it's, it's a lot. I'm sorry if it, if it comes out in, in me being uh, prickly or short-tempered in any way. And she said, um, here's what you need to do. You need to do something for yourself that has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with the kids. And I don't know if that means that you're gonna go to New York uh, to visit your college friends, you're gonna go to Vegas with some of your LA friends for March Madness or something. You need to do something that is just you where you're not responsible for me, the house, money, kids. You just gotta do something selfish to feed yourself. Um, I did. I went to Santa Barbara, I rented a hotel room, and I locked myself up for three days to start writing a book. That was what I ended up doing, not everybody's choice. But the way my wife handled that was not an attack on me for being short-tempered. It was attempting to understand where I was coming from, offering me a solution that would leave me understood, rejuvenated, um, happier, more appreciated, more better able to deal with day-to-day -day life after taking that kind of break. Everybody needs to take care of themselves. And I was taking care of everybody else and she figured that out. That, uh, again, my wife is a, is, a, is a unicorn as far as I'm concerned, the way she thinks of things. And uh, if anything, I just think that illustrates, not that I'm special, I do think it makes my wife special, but that is a way of dealing with conflict, right? Husband, you've been kind of difficult recently. Get out of here, do something for yourself instead of the, the attack for, hey, you're not as pleasant as you used to be. Um, so anyway, for me, it was food for thought. It just happened recently and I wanted to share that with you. Um, we're gonna change focus today. And we're gonna talk on to two women who are presumably in relationships and deciding whether it's worth it to stay or whether it's worth it to, you know, whether the better decision is to go. We're going to begin today with uh, Anne, and hopefully I'll be able to give Anne some support and help her make a good decision that, that uh, makes her happy, because uh, that's what it's all about. So, uh, Anne, you and me on the Love, Love You podcast. Awesome. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, do you want me to just start off with explaining where I'm at? And the, fl the, the floor is yours. You can't explain for like 20 minutes, but if you could yeah. give me the, the, the few minute version of it and we'll, we'll, we'll talk and figure out where, where to head. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have been dating a guy for a year um, and I'm 34 and he's 27. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling amazing about the relationship. Um, it's, it's probably the most healthy, supportive relationship I've ever been in. Um, and he is completely everything that I want in a man. Um, and the dynamic that you were explaining earlier, actually, like I feel that very strongly in our, in our relationship as well. Just, just so fluid and so, yeah. Supportive. Kind of, Supportive, conflict-free. Um, he's a really good communicator. Um, and so basically, I'm at this place of like, I'm 34, really wanting to have a solid, committed, long-term partnership and feeling like we've had some discussion around how he's feeling about uh, marriage and, and commitment on the long-term. 
And I've got the message that he's, he's feeling basically in a place that he doesn't know yet. So I'm, I'm left with feeling like how, how much of my time do I invest in this? Like, how do he I He doesn't know? know what yet. He, he doesn't actually know how he really feels about, about marriage or, or, or really <laughs> long-term relationship at this point. He, he's very committed to me. All of his actions say, like, communicate that to me. Sure. Um, well, we, we could see how these things don't, for him, they don't necessarily contradict each other. Yeah. He, can, he could be committed to you because you're a source of joy. Yeah. And completely uncommitted to any long-term outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that he could ride this out indefinitely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is a pretty safe place for him as a 27-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just it, it's uh, the situation. Um, it, it's just leaving me feeling um, just insecure and and kind of unsafe and just feeling like okay, I'm I am you know getting into my mid to late thirties, really wanting to like have a solid partner um, and wanting to make the to the right choice. So sure. I'm just I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, in terms of when to know to let go like i don't want to i don't want to um be in denial about about the realities i'm i'm really glad you had this question um you i, I don't know how you know me but i have a blog that gets uh, 10 million people a year and we pay attention to the statistics like seven out of the top 10 questions are some version of what you're asking right now right in terms like, of the age thing? No, 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 not in terms or, of the age. Uh, okay. when, when am I supposed to know? How do I yeah. know if he's falling in love with me? When am I supposed to know if he's going to commit to me? It's th this sort of nebulous, okay, so I'm in love, but I don't feel remotely safe about my future. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I feel like an important thing that I just wanted to check in with you sure. about is, is just like, because I've been hearing all of this advice from friends and, and whatever. I'm just trying yeah. to like don't, put it. Don't listen to friends. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they love you, yeah. but they're only, they're only an expert in their own opinion. Exactly. Um, it would be like asking their opinion of astrophysics. Yes. Uh, like, I read an article once, so. Yeah. Exactly. So let, let's so, just focus on, on you, right? We're yeah. tapping into your feelings and your, your happiness and your goals. Yeah. Do you want to be a, a mother? You want to have your own biological children? Is that in the cards or not? Um, as of now, I'm actually 50-50. So okay. it's not really a priority for me. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But you do want to be married. You want to... I do, yeah. You want to create something and grow old with someone. Okay. Yeah. That's a reasonable goal. People do it all over. It's not like you're asking for something that's unusual when yeah. you say that. Mm -hmm. So my concern um, is this, and maybe you could clarify for me. I'm not concerned with a guy who isn't sure if he wants to marry you because that's why people date for a few years to figure out, can I live the rest of my life with this person? Right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being unsure. And you should also be unsure that you want to build your life with him. Yeah. You should be looking at his flaws. And yeah. right. It's because it's not just, is it easy? It's, is he financially secure? Is he responsible? Uh, how does he, I mean, like, there's, lot, there's lots of factors in whether a, a couple that loves each other is going to be marriage material. 
So you mm-hmm. should be assessing over this time, not just, you know, you know what your goal is, but whether you want to marry him. But the, the, the two things that are, that we can't sweep under the rug here are A, the idea that it doesn't sound like he even knows if he wants to be married at all. And so mm-hmm. it's not about you, because if he's like, I'm not sure if I want to marry you, that's okay. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. Right? That's, that's why people date. I didn't know if I wanted to marry my wife at one year either. Right. right. So the idea that he doesn't know what he wants in the long run <laughs> is a concern. Right. Okay. Right? That he hasn't, he hasn't either gotten in touch with it in his heart or even thought about it because he's just been busy being in his 20s. And right, for me, I always knew I wanted to be a dad. So that was sort of, there was never really a question about where I was headed. It was just who's going to take the journey with me. Mm-hmm. Right? So okay. a big question about him not knowing what he wants. And as you've you know, mentioned, but didn't dwell on, he's 27 years old, which in my world makes him a, a, a puppy dog. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Right? Which, that... doesn't, which doesn't mean that he's not a great guy or a good boyfriend or intelligent or motivated or communicative. It doesn't take anything away from him apart from uh, you are 34. Yeah. Do you remember you at 27? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. The, the defense rests. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he knows as much as he knows. He's experienced as much as he, he's experienced, but he's six years out of college. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't capable. <laughs> I, I knew how to love, but I wasn't capable of being a husband at age 27. I didn't have my act together mm-hmm. until I was in my mid thirties. Right. right. So right. someone could really love you, want to be everything to you and just not be ready because it's the wrong time in his life. Mm-hmm. So you've got yeah. these two big clouds hovering over your relationship that are not going anywhere. He's yeah. still going to be 27, maybe 28 next year, but he's still going to be 27 and have a little life experience. And he still is not going to be clear on what he wants and when he wants it. And he's going to be forced into making an arbitrary decision as a young man. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're going to have to say, you know, I, we're, we're at a breaking point here, not because I don't love you, but because I need some more clarity as to whether I'm investing my time in a future or just something that's wonderful and temporary. And so yeah. to me, um, you need to frame this conversation, Tim. It's a direct conversation. You said he's a good communicator. He yeah. should be able to handle this. It's not, it's technically an ultimatum, but it's not phrased like an ultimatum. It's, okay. it's literally what I just told you. I love you. I appreciate you. You're the best boyfriend I ever had. Right. And I'm concerned that you don't have enough life experience. You don't have enough work experience. You don't have enough relationship experience to be ready for the next step in life. And I am ready for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you don't even know that we want the same things in the long run. And I can't sit around for another two years waiting for you. So right. I'm not, again, I'm not pushing you, but I would really love some clarity. Think about it. Think hard about it sometime over the next month and let me know if I'm wasting my time or not. You're a good person. I trust you not to waste my time. Let me know if you're on board. Not that, not a promise ring, but let me know if we're headed in the same direction and I'll stick around. If you can't give me that, right. I, I have to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's reasonable and adults. And it, you, you might not like the answer you get, Yeah. but you, yeah. you know, it, selfishly he has no reason to get rid of you yeah you're perfect for what he wants right now but he may not be perfect for what you want and he may just be the template 
for, oh, this is what it's like to be in a good relationship. I need to find a guy who's just like him, yeah. but 10 years older. Because by the way, that's what I did with my wife. My girlfriend mm. before my wife was just like my wife. She was too young. I'm the right. only guy who traded a 25-year-old for a 38-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I needed, I needed someone who was more grown up. Yeah. So yeah. this may just be a, a great positive learning experience. I would love for you to be happy with this guy, but it may not amount to that. And you have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I guess my question is after I have this conversation with him, um, what if he gives me the, the uh, kind of an elusive. <laughs> you, you don't let him get away with it. This is, okay. there were at a fork in the road. Either tell me to stay because you're really committed to building a life yeah. with someone and I'm the woman you're dating now. So you're serious about marrying me. Cause you know, if, if, if I do, if we do decide that we want to have kids, this is something we have to tackle. We have to discuss, right? I, I, what I don't like are, are, are all the uncertainties. Mm -hmm. It's really much easier to have a relationship when you have two people who are like, we agree on what we want. Yeah. So, yeah. so now you can marry him and then you decide you want kids, but then he decides he doesn't want kids. He goes, I don't know. I never even thought about it. And yeah. The, yeah. the lack of self-knowledge is concerning to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really key. So, so again, you can't make him know himself, but you can say, Hey, I can't stick around with a guy who doesn't know himself. That, yeah. that is well within your right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And do it without malice, without anger, right? Yeah. I have to yeah. make a choice about the rest of my life and I kind of have to make it now. So, you know, I'm not putting a gun to your head, but you got to let me know out of consideration to me, you love me, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Just free me up to go get the man I am looking for in the long run. If it's not you, that's okay. This was great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to take okay. another caller, but thank you. It was a great yes. question. Thank you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Hi there. Hi. Are you Joy? Yes. That's a lovely name. <laughs> and it's a true one. <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, my, my true name is Evan. It's nice mm -hmm. to meet you. You too. How can I help you? Uh, I'm, uh, have a dilemma. Um, I'm having fun dating. And I've met two men who are really interesting. And um, I'm just not sure how to uh, play them both. I don't like that word. But, um, and I'm not sure how to decide. Um, so I guess I should tell you a little bit about them. It would probably be useful. Otherwise, I'd just be kind of throwing darts <laughs> at a dartboard and hoping to get it right. Okay. So, uh, and I met them both online. Um, I've been following your advice and it's been really great. I just want to say that at the outset. Yeah. So, um, one guy, he's, uh, I feel it's like everything I've wanted, like the fantasy of going to Europe and traveling and being taken care of and exploring and looking at art and eating well and all that stuff. One guy is presenting that and he has locations, like he has property around the world and stuff like that. And he's, um, he's putting some pressure on me because he really likes me and thinks I'm interesting. And I like his kids and I like the chaotic energy around his social scene, you know, but he's 75, I'm 60. And, um, and I also feel he's a little desperate. That's my intuition there, but I like being around him. 
And, um, and when I'm around him, I think, well, the other guy, I don't really care about the other guy. And then vice versa, when I'm with the other guy, I really like him. And I'm actually feeling like I'm starting to get a crush on him. And he's younger. He's a little older than me, but he's younger. And he's just, he approached me online. So he's pursued me and um, he's a good communicator. He, he's a geek. He's a mad scientist. He's, um, uh, he's just so creative and brilliant and established in his field. So, you know, both of them, um, so both of them interest me. Um, and, um, and I don't really, I don't really know what to do about how it. Long ha how long has it been that both have interested you? How many times have you seen them? That's a good question. That's a good question. It's all in its infancy. Uh, the 75 year old, I've seen him, I don't know, maybe five or six times. We communicate a lot by email or phone. And the other guy, I've had two dates with him. And, um, and then I have one, one a date coming up. And we have, have been texting pretty regularly and he's been saying, you know, really great things. He's also, he's a widow, widower. And um, I think that might, for me, that always looks like a positive thing because I think he had a pretty good relationship, although I don't know. So then again, there's ambiguity there. The other guy, I think he, I know he's had, I know he's had a few, few relationships and marriages and, they, I don't think they've ended well. So, you know, I feel he's a little unstable. Okay. Mm. Got it. Um, are you in Love You? Are you in my program? Um, do I get your podcast and everything? Yeah. No, no podcast no. is just, is just, uh, I, is this. Love You is a, a six month online video curriculum that walks you through the entire dating and relationship process. Um, you, you know if you were there. Sorry to interrupt. I did. I did just buy your five. Your five programs. I don't even have five programs. That's amazing. Four. Four. <laughs> I'm not pressuring you to buy anything. I, no, I, no, no, no. Yeah. If anything, I want to know how much information you already have about what I'm about to tell you, because these are these are recycled things that I've been saying for over over the years. So. Um, in Love You, there's a section called uh, Meeting Men, uh, and there's a, there's a, a one-week uh, video module on first dates, um, and then there's stuff on courtship and becoming exclusive and being selective. So all the things you're talking about, I've like got full hours of stuff okay. on. We're going to do this okay. in 10 minutes, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff Great. in Love You mm -hmm. right, that walks you through this. Um, the shortest version of it, the, the high level, is good dates are about three things passion comfort and fun fun thank you that's <laughs> how long it's been since i've listened to my own stuff yeah so we need to sort of look at these guys remove the emotion from it for a second when i'm with them how comfortable am i can i be myself can i relax can i breathe does it bring out the best in me um, am I attracted to him? Because if you're not attracted to him, it's a non-starter. And the time that we're together, is it fun? Do I want to do this again? Is it worth repeating? Because you're not dating for the sake of dating. You're not dating for your health. You're not dating to be polite. You better have fun. You better have attraction. And you better be able to just relax and say, huh, I don't have to worry. I don't have to think. I don't have to walk on eggshells. I could really just be. 
right? Yes. And, yes. and which man brings out the best you is usually a place to start without, and I know this sounds cerebral, but if anything, I'm trying to get you to tap into your feelings, right? These are sort of, you know, one to 10 scores are sort of arbitrary, but I'm really asking you to break down the most important components on whether you proceed to see someone. So that's one thing I want you to hold in your head. The other thing is the idea that you're trying to read the last page of the book and you haven't even started the book. True. You're not choosing your husband right now, right? You are the CEO of your own love life who's auditioning interns to see who gets the job. So you have all the control in the world. And if the rich 75-year-old guy is like, I demand an answer now, I'm sorry, Bill. I, I can't give you an answer right now. Right? Candidly, I'm seeing someone else. I don't like to talk about it. It seems inconsiderate. But if you must know, I'm seeing someone else. And I'm trying to assess what's best for me. And if you can't respect that and you demand an answer now, well, then I guess you have your answer. That's, that's the CEO thing to do is to speak directly, right? You are the boss here, right? And there's no timeline on when you have to know which one is your favorite. Right? I agree, yes. And I'm going to introduce a third idea. It is entirely conceivable that neither of them is your future husband. That is true. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you make it sound like... I have to decide between these two guys and my entire future hinges on it. It doesn't. No, really, you literally have no timeline on when you have to make this decision. You could see this thing play out for another three, four weeks and see how the men continue to court you and show up and how you feel, right? And if he asks you, so are you seeing anybody else? I want to take my profile down. I'm not ready for that commitment, but I'm enjoying this and when I know more, when we both decide that this is right, we'll, we'll take action on it. But there's no rush just because of our age. There's, there's no rush to decide any of this, right? So it's in, you need one adult in the room, right? And you understand you're dealing with, in general, older men who are lonely and don't have friends. And their whole work is their kids are grown and their work is their life or they're retired. They are like in an ocean and they're looking for a life raft. I'm sympathetic to the 75-year-old guy who is, is pushy. I'm not saying you should go with him. I'm saying when I put myself in his shoes, if my wife died when I was 75, I'd feel desperate too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Now, it sounds to me like you're more comfortable with the nerdy guy. Right? That's, that, that was the, the, the latent message of the way you framed this. But True. again, I'm in... Objective third party, and you're my client. I just want you to be happy. I'm not pushing you towards anybody, right? Yes. But just that concept that you said of uh, instability is literally the opposite of what you're looking for in a partner. It's safety. Yeah. Huh, I'm yeah. home. This person feels yeah. like family. I could just let down my guard, and I don't have to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or whether he's going to call or whether he's going to freak out or it's, it's just a much more peaceful feeling. Yes. Yes. Right. So that doesn't mean you have to commit to this guy. It just means trust those feelings. Right. Also the reasons for the older man, like he's, he's, he might be, you know, I probably is lonely at an intimate level, but I mean, he's got lots of friends and chaos, creative chaos and neat kids and, and he's busy. But, um, you know, it's, it's 
when he asked me if I'm going to go to Europe with him, I go, listen, if I go, it has to be for the right reasons. And he goes, what's that? And I go, it's for you. It's not because, you know. I want to go to Europe. I want, yeah, and I do. <laughs> I, listen, it, it's, it's all things remaining equal. If you could take two identical twins and one of them has money and one of them doesn't, then you go with the one who does. The I mean, problem you know, is it's never two things that are equal. It's never about that. There are always trade-offs. That's right. And so as long as you're conscious about the trade-offs that you're making, right? I know that lots of people have money and are miserable. <laughs> um, people marry men with money because they think that's the ticket to happiness and they get a life, but they don't get a husband who really listens to them or understands them or prioritizes. They become sort of an accessory to the life, right? Yes. And all of these things are things that you don't have to figure out yet, Joy. Yes. So I should just keep, keep looking online and dating and having conversations. Maybe, and not, maybe, not, maybe not even looking online. Right. Mm. <clears throat> I always tell women, don't commit to a guy unless he's committed to you. Yes. Right? And you can't build anything if you're always moving. So maybe you take your profile down and focus your energies on deciding if either of these two men is worthy of being your committed boyfriend. And that might take one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks before the picture just clears up. But you don't need the distraction of other guys. You've got two guys who seem pretty serious about you. So focus your attention on them. You don't need to tell them everything that's going on about the other guy, right? Just if they ask, you tell the truth, right? But remember, you're the boss. It doesn't matter if the intern's like, I want a job, I want a job, I want a job. Well, sorry, we, we're taking applications right now. We'll let you know when we have an opening. Okay. So just, just realize this is your life. It's, it's not lived on these men's terms. You feel yes. a little bit better? I do, I do. I have to be more in the present and just not get hung up on, on tomorrow. And, but you know, there's the, the game of playing it cool. And this, maybe you can talk a bit about this phone game, you know, that happens. Is he going to call? Isn't he? Do I call? Did I, I call too much? You know, I, I have, I have a program called love you. If you go to my website, I do. Give, I want to see your, that. Give me your name and go to the website. Go, give me your name and email. I think we're still offering a two week free trial. Test it out and see if you like it. If you don't, doesn't cost you anything. If you do, it's, I think, $133 a month or something. Um, for everything you need to know about dating relationships and men, all these questions you have are answered. It's a half hour video a week, five minutes a day. Okay. I did buy something from you recently, but I don't think it was this, called this that. Is a, this is something that you log into. It's a, it's a, it's okay, a, no, that it's I a don't program. know it. It's like talking to me okay. just a little bit every day so you don't overdose on me. Okay, good. I'm surprised, and I, I'm surprised I didn't see it because I've been I, listening I've only, to your podcasts. And... I've only offered it three times. Okay. Right? So this is, this is something I haven't done a big announcement about. So check it out while, while the free trial's up. That's not going to be there forever. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And, but most importantly, uh, email me. Email, go, go through my website. Email me. Let me know what you, what you decide, whether it's okay. one of them or neither of them. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thanks for your time. Thank you. I want to thank my two callers, uh, Anne and Joy, for joining me on today's Love You podcast. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Next week, I'm discussing, are men and women the same? Mm, juicy. You're not going to want to miss that. If you enjoyed this coaching and you want to be a future guest in the Love You podcast, just go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash 
podcast guest to see upcoming topics and ask questions on those topics. Don't forget to subscribe to the Love You Podcast on iTunes or YouTube. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and best of all, I give away the most free advice on www.evanmarkkatz.com. So give me your email address and I will help you get the love you deserve faster than you ever could have done it on your own. Thanks again. See you next week on the Love You Podcast. <laughs>